it's it demands that of us if we want if we as business owners want to transform people's lives through yeah. the things that we sell and make the impacts there is a demand on yeah. us and we are challenged to really call up those things that yeah. maybe we've been telling ourselves well i can't do that for whatever reason or <laughs> right. i don't do that if yeah. we if the goal is the goal yeah and we want to achieve the goal yeah. then that's where the strategy comes in what is the method that we're going to implement to get to the goal because the goal still matters yeah What is your content strategy for your small business? Guest Monique James, owner of the Renegade Creative Media Group, shares fresh content marketing strategies that build awareness for your emerging or growing business, establish you as a trusted resource, and position your products for sale. Welcome to the 15-ish minute coffee chat today with Monique James. We're so excited hey! to have you here joining us. I know. And you know, I always say like my favorite part is like when they get to like join us like in the <laughs> green room before and just like uh, we had said, I was like, I've been seeing Monique all over everywhere for uh, probably a year and a half now. And I've never had the pleasure to get to like in real time talk to her. And so yeah. she, oh, I'm like. So excited. Like, anyway, just a conversation with her, I think is going to be fantastic. And just the fact that I got to, we got to say hi, hi, and she says hi back. Like, it's not in Slack. It's not in an email. It is legit, like, voice to voice, you know, and face to face. Yes, absolutely. So. Yeah, we've okay. been circling the same same waters for so long. Right? It's kind of yeah. fun. I feel like I know her so well. And now we get to yes. have her on the show, and it's like an old friend right. coming on. But <laughs> Yes. And you're like, hi, first time meeting me real time, you know, but, yeah, um, exactly. Hey, Anna, what is our call to action today? I want to just kind of like, let is, let's get this. Cause I think everybody needs to like hear from Monique and all yeah. the wonderful things that she's going to share today. So of course we're talking about content strategy today, right? So our call to action is what is your content strategy for your small business? Do you even yeah. have one? Are you strategizing or are you just kind of day by day winging it? Uh, and not really like stopping to think about what the bigger purpose and where all the little pieces kind of fit in with each other. So yeah. I'd love to hear from anyone that's listening today. Like, do you have a content strategy for your small business? And if you yeah. even want to drop in kind of like what your technique is, you know, like, yeah, I'm a huge planner. I do it month by month and or whatever's hot in the moment. Or when I find the time, something goes up otherwise you know, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So, and like, you might be even, you might, aloha. You might mm -hmm. even be saying like, what is content strategy? And that's why we have Monique on. Cause she's going to talk about it. She's going to tell you <laughs> what that true. is and all the things. So, um, I am going to, let's bring up her, uh, bio. Um, and let's talk about, it. so Monique James, she is the owner and master content strategist of Renegade Creative Media Group and Monique James, uh, she is a veteran, military spouse, speaker, author, online entrepreneur, and founder of Renegade Creative Media Group. Her passion is teaching business owners and brands how to leverage content marketing to deliver their genius to the world. Monique has been trusted and hired by organizations and associations like the American Commerce Authority, Small Business Development Center, SCORE, big, big deal, Association mm -hmm. of Military Spouse Entrepreneurs, and the American Business Women's Association to train small business owners and entrepreneurs on establishing and expanding their digital footprints. Whoo, right? This yes. is like, this is like, 
a, the queen of like helping others out to making sure that they like get, they do what they need so they can make their business successful. So absolutely, um, I will pop that down and let's just bring Monique in everybody. All right, here she comes. Hi. Hi. Hey, so I was you like you don't even know how I was like in my seat like can we get to the conversation? <laughs> I know this is amazing. Yes, thank you for joining us today. Anna and I are so excited, and um, we'll we'll just get into the conversation. So, well, not conversations. First of all, we need to do our coffee traditional cup. coffee cup selfie with you, Monique. It could be a water. It could be any cup in front of you. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Tea. I like that. Okay, on three, one, two, three. Okay. All right. Let's let's we're gonna we're gonna shuffle some faces around here. You're gonna see Monique this, and Anna is gonna like. Let's get into the first question. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we didn't really ask the question, "What is content strategy?" We're gonna just make an assumption that people know what content content is, right? Like anything that's going up about your business that's bringing awareness and, and understanding to it. So our very first question for you today, Monique, is what type of content builds awareness for a small business? Okay. So, <laughs> like, you know, it's going to be a whole thing when the person says, okay. So I think with, with that question, the question needs to be dissected in order to get to the answer. Okay. So I think when we talk about type, there are two ways of interpreting type. So for me, being the on the inside of the jar and looking at it from the, the content strategy perspective, when I hear the word type, it usually means either the message, meaning what should I say in the content to build awareness, but it could also mean the medium, meaning what type, what, I was gonna use the same word to define word, what kind of content to build awareness. So I think, so there's two ways of answering that question. So when you talk about the message, meaning what do you say in the thing, I think a good, um, a good approach to that is to answer the what questions. When, you, when you're thinking about the thing that you sell, the thing that you're wanting people to say yes to, what are the questions that they're asking that start with what? Like, what is that? What does it do? And also, what does it mean for me? Those are the questions that the audience, the people in the audience are asking silently internally. And when your content answers those questions, it gets them closer to the yes, right? So that's the message piece. And then when we talk about the medium, as far as a type, I think my answer to this question used to be, it depends on the channel and it technically still does, but generally the top channels that we're using to publish right now, as far as social is concerned, all have a video component and video, video, video is mm -hmm. the thing. I think the last statistic I saw said that by 2023, it's expected to be three and a half billion with a B internet users consuming video. Wow. So if we know that the people are already consuming it, if that's their preference and we want to build awareness, then it makes sense that we meet them at the point of their preference, meaning video. Even if you like to write, you can still, you know, incorporate video in really interesting ways. I also think 
like a sub answer to video is probably short form video as a type. Uh, the TikTokification of the digital space <laughs> really has kind of forced us to, you know, like you have to be able to share an idea in, you know, in 15 seconds. Um, so I think me a message answering the what, medium, video, and then if you really gangster, short form video, because that just feeds, you know, people just scrolling and watching and scrolling and watching. Um, and we just meet people where they are. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, okay, this goes kind of even back to something we were all talking about as far as like a pond, right? It's like us fishing at the wrong pond, like old, old school Instagram, when it was just static images, we're still over there going, why is nobody biting on my content? Because everybody is like all the fish is in a whole nother like pond. Exactly. Um, you know, and there's those stubborn ones, right? That just are like insisting, like, no, somebody will bite my 1 million static images that I'm going to start posting <laughs> versus like, like that you said. That doesn't feel good. Right. That doesn't feel good to, to, I know ego tells us we're right and yeah you know, we're the leader and we know the answer and they just have to do because we said so. Ego, yeah. you know, ego will will tell us that. But when we think about, like you just said, Selena, to be the person who's in, just indignant about doing things the way that they've always done them. Yeah. And then deal with the, the letdown of not yeah. getting the results that they want. That doesn't yeah. feel good. Yeah. So tell ego to shut up and just, yes. you know, change the thing, yeah. try something new and then see if you start to get those, those types of results and then, you know, build on those good feelings, let those endorphins, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. stack up and be like, Oh, this is working. I actually know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like your video could just have 95 views to a one like content image thing. Right. And you're like, you're, I mean, that totally yes let like monique said like just tell the ego to shut up and move on <laughs> yeah. move on to the next thing yeah. yeah so i do have kind of a little bit of a follow-up question like it's, a lot of times people are very uncomfortable on video right like that's just that's just one of those things yeah. so would is there any strategy you could suggest for people that are uncomfortable being that front and center face that they can use with their video content that would be kind of a workaround for them having to constantly be in the spotlight? Um, I think so a simple, simpler uh, workaround for this is to not be on camera, like to you, if you're a maker, show your hands making the thing or, you know, um, use some abstract video with your words over it. Mm -hmm. um, those are the types of things, especially again, now we think about the, the universe of TikTok and, and Reels. We see people getting really creative with continuing to share content without being without it being their face. So that's one thing I would also challenge the people who are uncomfortable with it especially if at the point of the conversion, when the person says yes to buy the thing, if they will work with you, if you will have some type of interaction or engagement with them, then it, it, it is of a strategic advantage to be on camera so that those people get an idea of what they can expect 
working with you. So then mm. it kind of becomes like, okay, like, am I going to continue to let the stories I'm telling myself about myself stop my money? Or <laughs> am I going to get a little bit uncomfortable because I want people who work with me to know what they're going to get. I want them to hear my voice. I want them to see all of my hand movements. I want them to get comfortable enough to say yes to me and already have a preview of what that experience is going to be like. And that's going to require me to get in front of the camera so that they can start to decide if I'm the person for them or not. I, I, I yeah, yeah. I am so the one the one sentence that really stuck out from what you just said is I want them to feel comfortable enough with me to say yes to me. Mm -hmm. And that really is kind of what that's all about, yeah. right? Like that's, yeah. I know this conversation isn't supposed to be about video, but since no, we got stuck yeah. a little bit on video, I just like it feels like video is a great way to make people understand kind of the who you are, yeah. all your little quirks and weirdnesses and yeah. you know, your bad hair day or your not bad yeah, hair right. day or your right. hands and the way yeah. you do things and gestures, right? Like all, yeah. all those little bits and pieces because authenticity in our content strategy is so important, yeah. right? Like being able to build that connection, it's, I mean, it's it, it didn't used to be that way. You know, it didn't like 20 years ago when I started marketing 20 years ago, that is not what we did. We oh, were authority yeah. figures. We told people what to do. Yeah. We said it. This is this is it. And yeah. that's all you. Get. And Curious. it was very, cur very curated. Right. It was very like polished and there was no messy life introduced to how yeah, that, that's true. And I do want to add this. I kind of feel like, right, what you're saying, too, is like, it's not about us. It's about our user. It's, you know, so. Yes. And I that's what yes. we have to remember. Right. Oh, gosh. Good stuff. Good stuff, you guys. So I know. I feel like yeah. this this ticker I'm throwing yeah. at, this, this is my sound bite for today right now. Oh, I yeah. Look, like that just really impacted me when I was thinking yeah. about it. I'm like. That is why, and that really comes back to the how you know, the question, right? What type of content will build awareness for your small business? That was yeah. our original question. Yeah. And if it's content that's going to let your client feel comfortable with you and want to say yes to you, then yeah. it's the right content. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You've landed at the right pond. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Yeah. Exactly. What a great start to our show. Maybe. I know. I'm like well invigorated. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Okay. So I'm going to throw out our second question. We talked a little bit about being a trusted advisor. This is one of your hot points. So how do you grow and maintain your trusted resource status with your clients or with new clients? I do this. My approach to this is living what I call myself. Um, I think we kind of touched on this just a few minutes ago there we back in the day we could create and produce the marketing that we put out and that was enough to get people to say yes to us well the proliferation of the internet and the ease of creating online businesses these days means that there are so many more people 
in the ponds, in the sandboxes that we are in. That means the customers have so much choice. Yeah. Not just choosing between us and other people of integrity who do what we do, but also choosing between us and the scammers. (laughs) It's so easy. So when you are living what you call yourself, one, you're allowing your audience to see that there is a real person behind this logo, behind, you know, these social media posts. This person actually lives this thing, studies it, maybe goes to conferences, maybe also has bad days, talks about what they're learning, shares what's going on with their team. They're they're living it. You you every day we get up, whether I put on real clothes today or not, I'm still a content strategist who owns a content marketing business. So there are probably aspects of my day that I can leverage to show my audience that they that I can relate to them, mm-hmm. that I understand them, that I know their struggles because I walk through those struggles. And so getting to that trusted because trust is so it's so valuable it's priceless in this internet space that we operate in getting there and staying there requires it demands us as leaders it demands our transparency to a certain level you know share what you're comfortable sharing but also vulnerability and letting our audiences know again you can trust me with your transformation one because i'm a real person i pay attention i invest in myself so that i can better help you i've walked the journey that you're on or even if i didn't walk it i understand it well enough to be able to help you get to where you're trying to go all of those things help to solidify that trusted that trusted resource and it's more content like the, yeah. the unintended benefit is you're not creating so much, you're documenting. So you don't have to, you know, oh, well, I have to do all of these things. Like you just document because you're living it anyway. <laughs> so that's yeah, so, I think that's, that's, that's the key. That's oh, such God. a smart way yes. of looking at it. Can I tell you, I loved that you just said that. I remember having a conversation with a friend that was like, this is just, I don't want to keep creating content to be able to promote this. And we discussed like, document the life of that journey to get to the end goal. And everybody's invested. You know what I mean? Like, like you just said, documenting versus needing to create. I mean, pop that phone up right in your workshop or at your desk or in the car because you're delivering stuff like and then you have content that is now sitting in your library being waited to to use yeah Uh, and because you know your stuff so well you can turn anything yeah i'd like to i'd like to talk about as creatives and those of us who are the who are the experts if we're the experts we can take any story and turn it into something that our audiences and our intended customers can relate to mm-hmm. and buy in more. Give us another yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that yes might be, oh, well, I'm actually, I'm going to share this one because this was good. Right. Or, right. you know, the yes could be, I'm going to sign up for the newsletter or I'm going to watch the video or yeah. I'm going to show up for the webinar or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. get to 
you know, really turn our lives into something that um, not just inspire, but but kind of call our audiences higher and invite them yeah. in a closer circle with us. You know, I, I'm going to say as well, like the idea of documenting your journey as a business owner, right? Whether maybe you're not a creative, maybe you're as a small business owner, that isn't your strong suit, right? But I think that looking at it in terms of like a documentary about your journey as a small business owner can make your content strategy easier for you. Yes. So it's just, you know, think about what you do every day. So you start it with your cup of coffee or your cup of tea or your, you know, your walk. Document that and share it, right? What's your next thing you do? You get ready right. for the day. Do I wear the business suit? Or I mean, we yeah. have this conversation, right? What are yeah. we we're wearing real clothes today? Yes. Today, right? <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. It's a real clothes day, not a yoga pants day, right? Right. Have, that's content right yeah. there. Are you a real clothes day or a, a right. yoga pants day? Yeah. Having a yoga pants day, right? And, and you know what's a hot video right now is ASMR. And I did a coffee ASMR. Uh, on my Instagram yesterday, I was like, here's my coffee and uh, ASMR for your Monday. Like, that's it. It was just me literally opening it, taking my pot out, you know, because we're like, yeah, yeah, that's my morning. You know, like, like you said, ah, that's genius. That also yeah. needs to be on a t-shirt. Monique, we've been talking with all our past guests that there are these like t-shirt lines that we need to be bringing out. Like, say, this is our guest. This is it, right? Like, yeah, document your journey is creating yeah. your content. Well, I just think that concept simplifies it so well for people that are struggling yeah. with what do I, I've already said that. What do I say now? Mm -hmm. Right. And, yeah. and it's not about it's it's not always about it doesn't always have to be about your specific service or product. Mm -hmm. It can be about your business in general. It can be about the chair you're sitting in. It can be about, you know, the earrings you're wearing that you purchased <laughs> from another small business owner. It yeah. can be, you know what I'm saying? Like it can really be about yeah. anything, but it still pertains back to who you are, mm -hmm. how you run your business and yeah. creates that trusted resource status yeah. for you yeah. as someone yeah. who walks the walk, right? That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. I love I, that. This is why Monique's title is master strategist because <laughs> she looks at all the different points of how to help her client create that content. So yeah. man, that's like, that's the best tip. I didn't, I, I don't know what I thought, but I did not, I, in my head, like, yes, you know that, but like you put it into a like solid word sentence for me which yeah. I'm going to say for a long time now. And then, well, and you know, I'm just going to throw this out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there too. If you're not in a creative industry, if your industry is not on that creative side of things, you could be really a trailblazer for what kind of content is being put out for your industry group, right? If you start to think outside of the box, like what Monique is talking about, mm -hmm. if you start to think of your your journey as a business owner in that documentary style, as opposed to, I must write about this. I must write about that. I must write. Like, I really yeah. feel like, I mean, you could really make waves. You could become that next big yeah. viral thing in your industry. If you just think outside the box, just a tiny little yeah. bit. So, Monique, you got Anna very excited here. I am, like, I, am. Yeah. I Well, I have some clients, right. That are not awesome. traditional yeah. creative clients. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. How do I convince them that this, you know, how do I can, because yeah. they want that tra very traditional, they, they're, they're pushing, they, they've always done it this way. So yeah. can you create yeah. content like this for yeah. me? 
And I'm feeling inspired now to say, can I tweak things up just a little bit and let's see where it might take us? Just mm -hmm. a little really bit. Quick, That's all I need. Yeah. Really quick example, Anna, when you were saying that there's a person that came to mind who I follow I because I love his content. And he's a funeral director. Oh, yes. Ooh. There's a lady. He's a funeral, he's a funeral yeah. director. Yes. And he, the when you were talking, literally the last post that I think I probably saw a week ago popped up into my mind. He, he, he talks a lot about how the work impacts him. So, mm -hmm. you know, normally when you think, when we talk about content, people always think, well, you know, I mean, I sell this, so right. I have to talk about this all the time. Yeah. And especially in, in that type of industry where it's a very tender and mm -hmm. sensitive space and mm -hmm. there are probably ethical guidelines where they can't, that's, you know, can't share right. specific information about the families that they're helping and the people um, who, who they're um, taking care of. Mm -hmm. And so he talks a lot. He shares the work through his eyes. And mm -hmm. I actually think the brand mm -hmm. is through the eyes of a funeral director or something like that. Yeah. So he talks about how doing his work impacts him and what he takes away or, you know, what the family said about the most recent person um, whose case they handled and how it changed him. Yeah. That is content and it's very creative. It's very human, which makes it so sticky. Mm -hmm. It's so sticky because it's real. It's yeah. authentic. People get it. And then for me, because I the strategy hack never goes off, I'm like, oh my God, this is what <laughs> yeah. he's doing. And yes. I get excited about it. But it's so like, yeah. again, that's what we get to do. And that's what I feel like this time that we're in right now, it's it demands that of us. If we want, yeah. if we as business owners want to transform people's lives through yeah. the things that we sell and make the impacts, there is a demand on yeah. us and we are challenged to really call up those things that yeah. maybe we've been telling ourselves, well, I can't do that for whatever reason, or <laughs> right. I don't do that. If, yeah. we, if the goal is the goal, yeah. and we want to achieve the goal, yeah. then that's where the strategy comes in. What is the method that we're going to implement to get to the goal? Because the goal still matters. Yes. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Yes. I actually do. I follow another funeral home. They're based out of Atlanta. And this woman that runs it is like, I've learned just so much about different types of funeral services yeah. that other cultures have. And I mean, I'm Hawaiian. I, you know, there's a lot of things we do back home in Hawaii. I mean, not that it's different, but there's, there's things, right. But like you said, what was, and, and like you, my brain goes, Oh, I know what they're doing. And you're excited that they get to share their message about their business in a way that most people don't think like, what is a funeral yeah. home? Why would you have that on? Well, yeah. Because they're still a business and, normalizing certain conversations, right? I mean, all the mm -hmm. things. So, Monique, yeah. yes. Gosh, we're, we're only in question two. And it's like- I know, I know. Yeah. I just want to, I just yeah. want to reiterate what you just said, that this yeah. time frame, and I, I stuck it in a ticker, and I, I didn't yeah. get your exact words, so I'm just paraphrasing here. <laughs> but this time frame as business owners demands that we make things real and authentic, yeah. right? Like yes. that's kind of what you were saying. And, and I hope that everyone who's listening right now hears that in the mm -hmm. sense that, you know, it doesn't mean you have to share your every 
inner heartbreaking moment or joy or personal in, intensely personal things. It yeah. just means that you have to be who you are yeah. as yeah. a business owner. Document. Yeah. It's a documentary about you as a business owner. Right? Yes. So, okay. Yeah. No. Okay. okay. Our, our third, our third question for you, third and final question. <laughs> um, okay. What is your top content strategy to position your product or service for sale? Kasha, I feel like we said it, but let's. Okay. Let's, yeah. <laughs> That's you another one of those. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Buckle so up, people. She said, yeah. okay. Right. Like, it's. <laughs> so, the first thing is recognizing that positioning a product or service for sale doesn't happen in one post. Mm -hmm. It is a process. And so, Provided we have that understanding that it's a process, the way to do that is to use your content to nurture a relationship. The same way we date people, you know, that we are interested in having relationships with, we get to use our content to, to woo and court, that was, that was the old school word, the, the people that we want to buy. Because one, we recognize that it's not going to happen like that. And two, because there are so many options out there, we want to, we want to allow them to see that we are the one. We mm -hmm. want them, when we offer the roles, they say yes. So we use our content to answer the questions that they're having throughout the journey of getting to the sale. We're not showing up immediately with the, hey, 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 I got this. You should buy it. Because we recognize that they have all kinds of questions and all kinds of things going on in their lives and their minds and their hearts that are preventing them from saying yes. So if we want them to say yes, we get to use our content to address all of those things to get those things out of the way so they could say yes. So I like to treat, I treat it, it's a relationship. It's a journey. Um, the marketing rule of seven, now I'm gonna get nerdy really quick. So the marketing rule of seven dictates that it takes the, it takes on average seven interactions with our stuff, with our marketing before a consumer will make a decision. So it could take seven interactions and the decision is, no, that's not for me. It could take 12 interactions and they say, this is absolutely for me. Send me the link. Tell me where I sign up. Over the course of those interactions, it can't only be buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. It has to be about what they're experiencing internally, what they're grappling with, what how their priorities are shifting, what's happening in their lives because we know that it's important that they say yes, not because it means it's going to, they're going to give us money, but because we believe in the strength of what we're offering and we know it's going to help them in a very significant way. So then we have to be considerate of what they're going through and the steps that they're taking. And we use our content to do that. That is fantastic. And, that, and that's absolutely yeah. that. I mean, that's absolutely the right answer, right? There's a, yeah. 
it, it cannot just be a constant buy this for me, buy this for me, buy this for me. It cannot be a constant same message over and over. Um, because if you aren't recognizing the, I mean, think about how you as a buyer make decisions about things, right? Like I am a traditional walk through Target, load up my cart. Then I stop at some point and I say, don't need this, don't need that. And I start <laughs> to put things back, right? Because yeah. I, in my, my initial thought is I want these things. I don't necessarily need them. And then I rethink as I'm going through, this is the way my brain works. I know this. So if somebody comes at me and says, you have to buy this right now or else, yeah, I walk away, right? Yeah. That's my buying. That's my yeah. buyer mindset. Another person might feel very inclined. Like if you don't buy this right now, it's, it's gone. <gasps> I got to have it, right? And that's yeah. their buying mindset. Yeah. And so you really have to think about your your ideal client and, and what that process is might look yeah. for them so yeah. that you yes. are getting all those different strategy moments, all those different you know, experience yeah. moments is I think what yeah. you were calling mm-hmm. them. For sure. The buyer is having when they are interacting with you, right? I'm going to take the word that you said, Monique, which is court, right? Like you're courting that user. Like, so for, I mean, it's just like, if I'm going to be marrying somebody, if he comes in on the first time, marry me. I'm like, whoa, I just met you today, right? (laughs) Like, we're going to have seven dates before you should (laughs) ask me that question. Because I'm going to have seven experiences with you that I'm like, yeah. I, I dig you. I will marry you. Right. But, and that's the courting, right? Courting, nurturing, whatever the word is. But yeah. I just, when you said court, I was like, oh man, that is exactly like, you know, sometimes people can understand it in that way. Right. Like you need a little of that courting process to get to that conversion. Yeah. Right. So I like this that. this goes back to, right. I do too. And it, it yeah. goes back to what you were saying earlier that right now, because of the internet and virtual um, capabilities of businesses, there are thousands of more choices than there used to be for every buyer out there. Yeah. And so if you aren't spending, if your content strategy is not taking into consideration the fact that there are maybe 2000 other businesses that are doing a nurturing pattern, yeah. Yes. Right. And then you're the one that's bye, 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 bye. And you're wondering why you might not be seeing the sales quota that you're hoping to get. Mm -hmm. It's definitely time to look at what that strategy you've created is. Or you go and you, here's my ASMR for the show. You go hire Monique. She will help you. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That's all. I mean, that totally leads us to, right, like the connect thing, which is next on our list, right? Is how do you find, you know, if you aren't good at this, it's time to look to an expert like Monique. Yeah. So who clearly is good at this. I mean, we just had a 40 minute conversation about how good she is at this. Yeah. (laughs) Has it been 40 minutes? Oh my gosh. I know. I know. We're We're okay. (laughs) This is why we add an ish to our 15. It is never 15, not even close, but it's so easy, right? A strategic place ish is a lot. (laughs) I know. I think we're going to change the title to that. I'm like, look, I like what Monique's uh, uh, suggestion is. So, um, man, okay, Monique, before we move on to our toolkit, is there a last last thing about this particular question you want to leave us on? Um, Or, you know, one last thing. Um, I think one thing when we talk about strategy and strategy fees of the marketing 
it's so important. I touched on this a second ago, is to have a goal in mind. You all asked the question at the top, you know, what is the strategy? Yeah. It's impossible to know or to even figure out what the strategy is if there is no goal. Yeah. So we have to have the goal. And I understand it. I get it. We want to fast forward. Like, we can talk about goals later. But wait. (laughs) When you know that the goal is at the top of the pyramid, and then comes the strategy, and then comes the plan, and then that's all of the stuff that you create that gets published. Yeah. It's simply not possible to do it with any level of uh, clarity without having a goal in place. So I would challenge all of us, you know, set a goal. I'm not even, I'm I'm not even saying it has to be a a smart goal, just a goal. What do you want to do? What do you, how many of those things do you want to sell? How many people do you want to get on your email list this month? What do you want to get? What do you want to have happen? And Uh, then from that build everything else. I love that. Yeah. Set an anchor for, to keep you on track. Right. Yes. So good, Monique. So good. Okay. Yeah. If we ask you more questions, this will be a five-hour show. I just know it. So I know, um, and I will keep talking. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I can talk this all day long. I I love it. I I appreciate it. That's a great action item you just left all of our listeners with, right? Like, go set yourself a goal. What is it that from this conversation? What did you hear that you need to improve on? Set yourself a goal. Yeah. And then Please. come back and tell us about it because we want to yeah. hear. We want to yeah. know what it was and like what yeah. your what your plan is. I know no. for me, video. All right now, I'm in my head. I'm like, yeah. I don't nearly enough video. No, you know what? It's all I've been doing on Instagram right now, Monique. And like, I can I like clearly can see with the insights that we get from Instagram, right? How the impact of just doing those reels have made versus my static posts. And I was like, okay, so at least the energy I'm putting into it is seeing some kind of growth potential yeah. in it, right? So, man, okay. So, okay, shh, shh, because we can keep talking and we can't do that. So we're going to, we're, we're going to move on to our toolkit. And usually this is something we love to provide, um, from our guests or shared from our guests. And so we were consuming Monique's website and we stumbled upon a blog post that she had written about beat content marketing, imposter syndrome. And it was like, Oh, this is it. Anna and I were like, cause everybody can relate. So Moni, can you just share just a little bit about why did you write it? And you said a word earlier in backstage, right? It's evergreen. This mm-hmm. is something that will not go away. So I'll let you kind of just share just a, a tidbit because we want people to kind of head over and read and watch the video. So I think uh, uh, we had talked about this. Anna had mentioned mm-hmm. this where, you know, we have, we all know of creators at some point or another, we were the, that person who avoided doing the thing. We talked about the video and, really afraid to get on video. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is a, that speaks to the imposter syndromes that can, that can sometimes exist within us and cause us to do things in the opposite uh, direction of what we want to achieve for our businesses. And so I wanted to talk about it. I wanted, I wanted the people who were struggling to create consistently, be consistent, do the things, try the new channels. I wanted them, one, to know that there was nothing wrong with them. They're not broken. Um, Everybody deals with this and it can be overcome. Yeah. And so that article, it it started out as a a live broadcast that I did. 
and the article kind of took shape after the live broadcast but i wanted them again to know that there is a there are tools there are resources there is a way that they could approach the fear and turn it into something that can work for them as opposed to something that's been keeping them stuck mm. yeah i mean guys Anna's going to drop the link into our comments, either on LinkedIn, on Facebook, um, on YouTube, that you can head over to our blog. So you can, one, see all of the episode notes with Monique and the link to her blog um, so that you can read and watch this. I mean, I think this could still be relevant in 20 years, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. right, Maria? Preach it. Yes, yes absolutely. So um, thank you, Monique. Thank you for just creating content right there. And she just did something important. You guys, this is content that was created a little bit ago, but it's still relevant because guess what? I, me and Anna went on her website and we wanted to, we were just poking around and that resonated with us. So it really did. And I think, think it's something that resonates with a lot of small business owners, Yeah, you know, yeah. when, yeah. when you're, you are a small business owner, feeling that imposter syndrome can be paralyzing. Yeah. So, yes take a peek at her blog and, 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 and we're going to encourage you to reach out to Monique with questions, right? Yeah. So speaking I of love that, questions. Yes. I love questions. <laughs> so speaking of that, Monique, tell everybody where you want them to find you to do the questions, all the things. <laughs> um, so you all have my uh, social channels up there right now that we're at the time that we're doing this. I'm getting back into Instagram. I kind of took a break on Instagram a little bit mm -hmm. took a, because I took a break from public marketing just because yeah. my family was in transition again real life this is what happens yeah. um so yeah i'm getting back into instagram but i'm also experimenting on tiktok right now and i didn't <gasps> give you all the link like that's what i'm so really quick a uh, really quick little lesson so one of the things i'm doing right now is experimenting with TikTok, one, to get myself comfortable with the platform and, and yeah. just to explore and figure out what it does. But yeah. <laughs> that also, I'm also using TikTok in the yeah. short form mm -hmm. content kind of as a lab for future long-term content. Yeah. Long form, I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm experimenting there. I'm on there at the Monique awesome. James. Um, well, probably there because yeah, that's where I'm having okay. fun. Awesome. Well, we will make sure to, like I said, we had mentioned earlier, we're going to have our show notes. So we will put um, Monique's TikTok uh, links in there too. So that way, in case you're like, ah, I forgot, just head to our website and find Monique's blog um, article that we have up and you'll see her links. And I, I'm excited to see what you, what you do. I'm on TikTok, but I'm an observer and not a creator. <laughs> um, that's and where I, I, I throw yeah. things out there every yeah. once in a while and it's super random and there's zero strategy behind it. Zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. It's like whatever I feel like that day, it goes uh -huh. up. <laughs> but sometimes yeah. that's how you find, like yeah. for me, that's kind of how you find your sea legs on the thing, right? It's like, okay, mm -hmm. let me yeah. throw this out there and see what yeah. it does. And let it really is a lot about no pressure. Yes. yes. And for me right now, it is about learning that platform and like, what do I want to do on that platform? Right. Like, yeah, I know yeah. that I like to watch, but sometimes I'm like, there's no way I don't have the time to create like that person. I creating. know. I mean, real you know? story. I create content for a lot of my clients. I'm beat by the time it comes to mind. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a story for another day. Right, Monique? Like, like, let's not just 
<laughs> that could be a whole nother show that I know we can invite a lot of yeah, whole different conversations. Yeah. So you guys go find Monique. She's going to be on the platforms and we're going to find her on TikTok. Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. Go okay. ahead, Anna. Yeah. So our, um, it, we always like to do a little, you know, a tip jar for everyone about uh, finances, which is not always the strength of a small business owner. So <laughs> from Joanna Linares, a bookkeeper professional at Enumerista, um, Joanna tells us that bookkeeping is keeping track of all of your business financial transactions. You may not need fancy software to do this, especially if you are just getting started out. So using a spreadsheet is fine for some as long as you upgrade when and as necessary. But the key is to track each and every transaction. And so if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're like, I got to get this fancy software to be able to handle it. No, you don't. It's a, it, the, what Joanna says, the key is to track each and every transaction, stick it in a, in a spreadsheet or hire a bookkeeping professional, um, for your business. If that's really something you just find, you do not have time for. So yeah, thank true. you, Joanna, for that. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Oh, oh we're at the end. We are at show. the end of our show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So just jumping right in next week, we have Heather Campbell from Glory Nutrition that's going to join us. Heather has been campaigning for food insecurity. And so we're going to be talking to her about advocacy and how sometimes your small business can be an advocate for big conversations. Mm -hmm. um, and if that's something that you're passionate about, how you can get involved with things like that, just based on what you love to do as a small business owner. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, you can always find us at AnnaAndSelina.com. We love to be on LinkedIn or on Facebook, Instagram, or Go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to the 15-ish Minute Coffee Chat or jump on YouTube if that's how you like to join us and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, We're so grateful for um, those who come and listen and join in on the conversation. Thank you so much for being here today. And Monique, thank you for being here today. Yes. It's been so much thank fun. Thank for having me. Yeah, yeah this was no. fun. We're doing this again. Hopefully you yes, say yes, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> okay. I'm already, put me down for a yes. Yeah, okay, good. Okay, good. Because I want more of those. Okay, like that, <laughs> I want more of those, you know? Right? So. I know this 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 movement now for me is going to be like, oh, she's got something yeah. to say. That like, is a lean in. It. Like, okay. Yes. It's like, yes. okay, so yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Monique. From Thanks, Canada. everyone. Bye, everybody. See yeah. you next week.